Hello and welcome to the Pen Addict Podcast, um, a show all about pens and paper and all the lovely analogue tools that we cover so much. My name is Michael Hurley, um, but this show is hosted by primarily the one and only pen addict himself, that is Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello Brad, how are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you today? I'm fantastic. I thought you'd run away again then. I know. I know. It's 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 good to be back after a week hiatus. I I missed doing the show. <laughs> Sorry about the uh, last week. Sometimes uh, real life gets in the way, believe it or not, <laughs> uncontrollably so. So uh, I, it, it it's good to, good to be back uh, back in the saddle today. And we're back with a bang, right? Yes, very much so. So tell people what we're going to be talking about today before we get into the the things we're currently using. Yeah, I've had uh, a few emails and uh, to to jog my memory that we haven't t- covered uh, multi pens very much, and that's something that I use very very frequently. And um, you know, a, a few readers wanted to know about some different multi pen options and things like that. So we'll uh, we'll kind of do a deep dive on on multi pens and what they're all about and what some of my favorites are today. Sweet. Um, before we start as well, I want to give a shout out to uh, listener Eric Mallinson, who is at Erima, E-R-I-M-A on Twitter, um, who very kindly sent me some Noodler's Ink, um, The Heart of Darkness, which is what you know a lot of people tell me is a fantastic ink. Um, yeah. I've used it a little bit because um, I'm currently waiting on, a, on an order from JetBenz for some converters to turn my Lamy and my Prera into uh, ink, to, to take ink, not cartridges. Um, so I'm going to be getting a lot more testing out of that soon, I think. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good choice. I don't have that ink, but um, everyone who recommends ink, especially just for a, like what's the best black solid ink that you can find, the Heart of Darkness is at the top of so many lists. That uh, I, that's a, a a great choice. It's interesting because um, like the packaging and stuff is bonkers. <laughs> Noodlers, Noodlers does a crazy job with packaging. It, it's awesome. And I will uh, obviously I will include links in the show notes to that. The packaging, not only the packaging, but also the the ink names themselves. Heart of Darkness is is nothing compared to to some of the ink names that they use. <laughs> so, uh, have you got anything special that you've been using this week? I have. Yeah, I. I've probably mentioned it before, but I tend to get on kicks where I'll go for you know a, a week or two at a time using the same pen and don't want to pick up anything else. And for the past, I bet it's been almost two weeks, probably almost since we recorded the last episode, I've just been, I have not been able to put down my Zebra Sarasa Clip 0.3 millimeter gel ink pen. I mean, it's one of the simplest, most basic pens out there, but it writes just a, a killer sharp line super clean it actually comes in a bunch of colors i've been using black blue black and orange um for for different things but um it it's an awesome pen and you know i, I haven't touched the pilot high tech c or the uni sino dx um you know when i get in one of these kicks i don't i don't switch around until one day i'll just say well that's enough of the sarasa let's move on to something else and then i won't touch the sarasa for weeks i don't i can't explain that it's just it's just one of those things with me so how about you? What are you? What have you been using recently? Um, I have been using my Sarasa this week um, mm-hmm. because this is this is the real heartbreaker. Is my Prera? Um, it came with an ink cartridge, um, mm-hmm. and I don't have another ink cartridge. Oof! So it's run out, and and the Prera takes a very peculiar cartridge. And and I was in mm-hmm. a stationer today and wasn't able to find anything that fit it, probably because yeah. of its lineage, right, being a Japanese pen. 
I think so, probably. That it it'll be probably uh, a little bit more difficult to just walk in and get a uh, standard size cartridge to exactly. to fit that. So uh, I'm hoping that um, maybe within the next by the next episode, I will have the converters for that, mm-hmm. um, and also um, we'll have a Kaweco, um Sport. I think was the one I went for. Okay. Yep. Um, that looks. I mean, I'm really excited about that. You, yeah. you speak very highly of the Kuwaito line. I, I do. All their all their products are really good, and um, I, that's that's one product line I, I want to keep uh, keep get, obtaining more of because I've been been very impressed with the quality and the performance of it. Um, some of the pins, you know, they are not cheap. You know, in the fifty hundred dollar range, hundred twenty five dollar range. So it's not something I'll uh, treat myself to too frequently, but. Um, those are they they really appeal to me because of the design it's a little different than say your traditional fountain pen design mm-hmm. um what people would think of as a classic fountain pen design so i i think that's uh, super appealing to me and uh, and a lot of other people um but today while i was at the stationery store i did pick up something quite peculiar uh-huh. um do you remember last week when we were talking about writing in school Yes, um, and I mentioned the B-roll, B-roll handwriting pens that Paper Mate make. Yeah, I found a fountain pen version today. Oh, very cool! Um, so I picked that up um, just because it reminded me of my youth. Mm-hmm. I've been using that today, but at the same time, um, I sort of bought some cartridges. I bought some Lamy cartridges mm-hmm. because uh, my Lamy's run out of ink too. Um, you can tell how much I write in my day job, right? I'm running out of ink <laughs> yeah. writing center. Um, and yeah. I also bought a Parker converter, which has a standard sized. Um, it's a standard sized cartridge, so my f- thought was I would be able to use this converter in any, mm-hmm. in most standard pens, mm-hmm. right? like the beer or handwriting pen. So I've currently got some ink. Um, I couldn't use the. Um, the, the I, I didn't use the the Heart of Darkness on that yet because I want to save that for a better pen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have some Mont Blanc ink, um, and I've sort of hacked it with that. However, um, maybe it wasn't the best idea <laughs> because uh, not only have I got ink all over my hands today, it's kind of leaking a little bit. So um, yeah, yeah. The, so, this converters can be a, a tough deal, and I'm by no means an expert on that. But when I get People ask me, "Will this converter fit in this pen if it's not the, the same matching brand?" You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm generally most of the time, I'm not going to flat out say no, but you're running the risk of, of what you're finding out today. It's yep. it's that the seal the seal is the most important thing, right? The seal of the the converter mm-hmm. to the pen, and if there's any. Even though you can't see it and it feels tight, you know the the manufacturers differ, right? So exactly. I always I always trust. I'll, I generally only trust the same manufacturer's brand converter with that same pen. Even though you'll get reports of people saying, you know, this converter fit with that pen, you know, opposite or different um, manufacturers. I, I'm I'm not that brave. So you know the answer is kind of yes, it does fit, and yes, mm-hmm. it works. It's just not perfect. Right. Um, I mean, the, the pen itself is, 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 is okay. It's comfortable. It's got a nice medium nib, very smooth mm. to write with. Um, the ink distribution isn't great, but I think that might be my problem um, as okay. opposed to the pen's problem. Um, mm. Like it is coming out thick and thin in certain places and it's leaking through a little. Right. Um, it's the 
press it's it, it doesn't have the probably have the proper pressurization no because it was a pretty cheap cheapish pen, mm-hmm. and i bought it more for uh, sentimental purposes my mm-hmm. problem is the cap is is fixes too hard for a fountain pen mm-hmm. so there's a real click to the cap so okay listen. and too, to, to try oh, wow. and get it off you have to really use two hands and pull <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's not what you want to be doing with a fountain pen, right? No. This might be, fling- be why I've got ink linking all over the place. Yeah, you'll be fling- flinging ink everywhere. This is my, this is the problem. However, you know, it's it's a nice nice little pen for the price. Cool. And I also like, dug up... How much, how, how much was it? I mean, just um, for reference. It was five pounds, I think. Something okay, like so yeah. Okay, not um, bad. I also um, dug up... Remember we were talking about the, the Lamy's as well last week? Mm-hmm. I have one of their ABC writing pens. Yep. Um, which are like part wooden and part colourful plastic. Yep. Um, I found that as well. And I just, they're, they're pretty cool. They just look cool. Um, they Those are obviously cool. meant for kids, but never mind. Yeah. And I think that, that goes back to that whole uh, getting the handwriting starting young uh, yep. thing. I, I really enjoyed that topic. That was a good topic. Indeed. Right. So we've spoken far. <laughs> I've rattled on far too much about what I'm using. Let's get into the real meat of the discussion today. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I get an email. I'll, I'll kind of kick off the the multi pin discussion with just to kind of get a general idea, and um, then I'll also talk about a little multi pin uh, background for those who aren't familiar. Like um, we were talking beforehand, you're not familiar with multi pins, and this, like you said, this is going to be a problem for you because now you might want to go buy a multi pin, <laughs> and that's the whole uh, the the whole enabler problem I've had ever since I started the pin addict. I uh, I tend to cost people money, and uh, I I apologize for that. <laughs> Let me get to this email. This is from uh, one of our listeners, Roberto. He's he was talking about multi pins and wanted to see if we'd cover this topic. And what he says is, I want to get your thoughts on a particular topic, which you may want to use for a podcast episode. I have discovered about myself that when I take notes. I tend to want to add color to highlight different types of information in my notes. For example, I tend to write to-do statements in blue with an open box before it. Um, And he gives an example. And he says, this way I can quickly glance at my notes and visually separate regular notes, which are in black ink, from to-do items, which, as he said, were in blue. Uh, Finished to-do items then have a red check mark through the box. I feel that this definitely helps me find information more quickly when skimming skimming the notebook. As such, I tend to use multi-pins to more easily switch between the different colors as opposed, as opposed to using different pins. Uh, my two main complaints about multi-pins are, one, most tend to look and feel cheap, and two, I dislike the click noise they make when switching between the colors. The click is not a deal breaker, but it's definitely an annoyance. I want to get your thought on multi-pins. What do you think of them, and are there any that you would recommend? When... Um, Roberto sent that email, I realized just kind of mentally thinking back through the episodes we've done that I really haven't talked about multi-pins, and that's actually um, a, a very uh, regular thing for me to use. So I, I, I find it odd how it kind of it kind of slipped my mind here recently, but uh, I, can, I can relate to, to Roberto completely. Um, you and I have talked about how we take notes before, right, and how, you know, you'll have a You'll have a list or a group of items, and you might have you know arrows running over here to a, a different section and, and, and different things like that. And this is kind of what Roberto is talking about. Instead of taking like um, three, you know, Pilot High Tech C's, a red, a blue, and a black, and having three separate pens sitting there and picking one up for you know to write down the note and picking a different color up to write down the to do, and then picking up a different color to mark it off. The um, multi pens come in perfect uh 
are, are perfect for this type of work. Mm-hmm. And that's, ex- that's exactly how I use them as well. Um, you know, multi-pins have gotten to be a, a really big market because the, they've really changed um, the variety in the um, different types of things you can do with the multi-pins. Everyone knows the old classic big four-color multi-pin. Everyone's probably seen that. That's what I'm. That's the type of pin I'm talking about when I talk about a multi-pin. It's a single pin barrel, and in the case of the Bic four color, it's got four ink cartridges. That the classic Bic had black, blue, red, and green. Are you, are you familiar with that pin? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just it. You know, you can find it in grocery stores. You see them all over the place, and they've been around for decades. And you know, it's just that's kind of that was kind of the. I don't know who knows if it was ever the first multi-pin, but that's kind of the original, right? And everything's based off that. Well, nowadays you can get, you can go from just to have a two cartridge multi-pin, three cartridge. You can have three cartridge plus a pencil all in one pin. Um, There's four and five ink cartridge pins. There's four cartridge plus one pencil. I mean, there's just ones as well that have like 12, which I remember having as a kid. Yeah, and actually, one one of those ones that uh, I had as a kid as well. It was a it was a eight or ten or twelve different pencil, uh, multi oh, multi pencil. It had eight different. I, I can't remember the quantities, and I it was either Pilot or Pentel made it. I'll have to look it up, but it had eight different colored leads or whatever that number was. So it was a big fat honking single <laughs> single pencil. Um, and I've, I've there's even multi pencils out there where you can. Where you'll have a, a 0.3 millimeter lead, a 0.4 millimeter lead, a 0.5 millimeter lead oh, in one single useful, barrel like for, draw, for for artists and stuff. Yep, for artists, you know, engineers, and that that want to have all those things handy in one single barrel. Um, you know, it's obviously good for portability. Um, it's good for um, you know, using you know, things like Roberto does, using different colors to denote different things when you're writing or taking notes. Um. He, I think he's generally right about most tend to look and feel cheap. I, for the most part, that's accurate. But we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that a little bit more. Um, what I think is the fatal flaw with multi pins, which doesn't keep me from using them, but people tend to complain about this more than anything, um, is that they run out of ink quickly. Well, that's kind of part and parcel to it, right? You can't fit the same amount of ink in a multi-pin as you can in a single cartridge pin, right? Otherwise, I mean, it'd be even bigger than they already are. Yeah, yeah, you'll be, you know, it's like you'll be writing with a banana or something, just <laughs> <laughs> big old block writing around the paper. Yeah, I mean, it, it just, it's not functionally po- possible. But I, it kind of bugs me when people complain, oh, I love this pin, multi-pin, but it, the ink runs out so fast. I'm like, well, that's kind of the deal, <laughs> yeah. you know? And and, it, and rightfully so, it can get expensive to constantly buy refills if you find one you like. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that's kind of the, you know, the the, the intro on multi pins. But I to talk about what Roberto was looking for in um, in some that I would recommend. Let me go through some of my favorites, and then we can kind of talk about recommendations later. Um, my go to multi pin, and I think a lot of people that read. The pin addict and listen to this podcast probably already know the answer to this and it's it's the pilot high tech c colito um i love the pilot high tech c ink 
So having that available in a three, four, or five cartridge barrel at one shot is just really perfect for me. Um, we've talked about, I, I've referred to in, in my past career, I worked as a, a Unix engineer in the data center. So I was always writing all kinds of notes about, you know, either just, you know, file system notes or networking notes or, or things like that. And the multi-pin came in so handy for that because I would just break down my notes. I'd, I'd take, you know, my three color high tech C Colito. Um, I tend to use, I tended to not use blue, black, and red in my multi-pins because I would use that in my standard pins. I would go for like a, um, if I was using a three cartridge, I'd use a blue, black ink cartridge, a light blue ink cartridge, and a, um, a yellow ink cartridge or something like that. Just some different colors because... So would you swap these out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not a, I, I would, one, I would swap them out, and two, I'd have about four or five different barrels loaded <laughs> So, so like, so I can make sure I'm I'm following. So, you mm. would maybe buy the the high tech C as it came, and then buy other high tech C's and like in different colors, and use those inks because you probably um, I mean it'd be also be good, but you probably can't customize the like from from uh, you probably can't customize straight from Pilot what colors you want. You actually can. Oh wow, that's awesome then. Thank so that that's that's yeah that for the Kalito, that's why it's probably number one because it's fully customizable. Customizable. You buy an empty barrel, okay? So you decide whether you want a three cartridge, a four cartridge, or a five cartridge barrel. Oh man! Um, and not only that, yeah. <laughs> so and it's got you know um, these barrels are lightweight plastic most of them they have started to upgrade their barrel so there's um there's probably four different four or five different barrel styles for the Kalito um ranging from just a base kind of cheap feeling plastic up to uh, um kind of a higher grade thick plastic with a nice rubber grip and some things like that mm-hmm. but what what you do is you buy the barrel okay and then you say, I want this color cartridge, this color cartridge, this color cartridge, and this color cartridge. And it's at least 10 base colors you can choose from. And then I think there might be a few more than that. I haven't counted recently. So your basics are there, black, blue, and red. And then you can – there's blue, black, purple, lime green, light blue, um, golden yellow, uh, orange, pink. I mean just uh, the list goes on and on and on. So yeah, that's why the Kalito is so popular because it's fully customizable. It's not coming off the store shelf like the Bic Four Color, where you buy the Bic and it comes with the four basic ballpoint colors. So where can you get? I mean, because I assume you can't just pick this up everywhere. No, no. I mean, honestly, I've you know jet pens, obviously, and then you know local people that are lucky enough to live in big cities. A lot of the Japanese bookstores will carry this. Um, the, like I said, the real people love the high tech C so much. The Kalito is kind of a no brainer for multi pins uh, for them, and the and the kicker is is the full customization. It's not coming preloaded with ink. You get to pick that out. See, I know I can see in the notes that you I mean because you should always share notes for me like prior to us recording. I don't even mm-hmm. know why we're going to bother talking about any of the others. <laughs> you <laughs> well, need there, to really a, sell me on these ones. Yeah. Well, there's at least uh, two more I want to cover, so we'll, I'll, I'll do the do the important ones. Um, 
because the 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 Kalito, I think, it is number one in usability and price. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because some of these can get expensive, and these refills, you know, you can buy the just the barrel itself, the cheapest barrel for like three or four dollars. Then you, once you start getting, you know, two dollars refill, you're talking it, it's a ten dollar outlay for a pen if you think about it at minimum. Well, what if you are a heavy user of this? It, the the refills can get expensive because you you can run through them pretty quickly. Gelling, it's you know, it's the Pilot High High Tech Seed Gelling Pen, and gelling pens just their refills just don't last as long by nature. And that's across all gel links, not just the Pilot High Tech C. Yeah. So along those lines of the High Tech C is that I think that product did so well and got so popular, and Uniball didn't have anything like that. So they came out with a product called the Uni Style Fit, um, and it has taken a lot of the good things about the Pilot High Tech C in that there's lots of different barrel options. Um, some would say the barrels are nicer, the the base level barrels, you know, a little higher quality. Then they also have upgraded barrels. Um, I think there's even a uh, a metal a metal barrel now. I'll have to double check if it's aluminum or what the exact construction is uh, of that one. Um, but it's also fully customizable um, to where you just buy an empty barrel and you buy your ink cartridges separately. What's cool about the style fit and the Kalito is that you're also not stuck with like the 0.5 millimeter cartridges. Okay, mm-hmm. you can buy um, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4, 0.5 cartridges for the high tech C, and you can mix and match in the same barrel. For the uni style fit, you can buy their 0. 0.28, 0. 0.38, and 0. 0.5 cartridges. What the uni style fit has also done is created a jet stream cartridge that you can put in there. So you can have a gel ink cartridge, a jet stream ballpoint cartridge. And a pencil cartridge in there if you want. So okay. they've kind of. Can you put take, um, pencil cartridges in the? Do they come with the Kalito on the? the yes, they just started carrying carrying them uh, or manufacturing them in the past year or so. And I, I that's one I do not. I don't. I don't have a pencil cartridge for either the Kalito or the Style Fit. Um, so it's a I, shame you can't get a Kurotoga <clears throat> in there. I know that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be uh, back to one of the. The, the super wide, super wide bodies. If they tried to be so big. jam that mechanism in there, but yeah, that would be cool. But it was it was great that they thought enough of the uh, jet stream to say, hey, we're going to make a make a separate ink cartridge for that. So yeah, that that is really neat. So those the Kalito and the Uni Style Fit are similar. Just that's kind of a personal preference thing. You know, some people love the High Tech C and not a big fan of the Uni Uni Signo. Um, ink and vice versa. You know, one's a needle tip in the Kalito. The the style fit uses the the Signo con- conical tips. So mm-hmm. it, it gets down to a personal preference. They're really uh, that those are the two direct competitors. Now, this is where you're going to get in trouble. Okay, because this, this is where I got in trouble a lot um, in, in the in the pocketbook area. If you want to take your multi pen experience up. A notch and mm. Roberto, you you should you should listen to this. The Zebra Charbo X is probably one of my favorite pins that has ever been made. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the 
So let's, let's talk about downside first. One, it's expensive. How expensive? Okay. The, the base level Charbo X plus refills is going to cost you about 60 bucks, I think. Whoa. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a high-end barrel. Um, the barrels are, are what make this pen and the, the ink cartridges. The, the second downside is their ink refills last even shorter than the yeah. high-tech C Kalitos. You've, the downsides that you're listing are pretty big downsides. They are, and that's why I, I mention it. People need to know, you know, I talk about all kinds of pens, and I, I said it in some review last week uh, on, on the Pen Addict blog, is you need to know what you're getting into before you decide whether this purchase is going to be right for you. Mm-hmm. The Zebra Charbo X is not for everyone. But when I put it in my hands, it felt like no other pen I, I have ever felt, and even to this day. It is really, really unique in its design. Um, it does not use um, – I didn't mention like the, the Kalito and the Unistyle Fit use you know, the plunger mechanism or the yeah. knock mechanism, right? You, know, you, you fill in the cartridge and you click it down, and then when you want to use another cartridge, you click a different cartridge and, and then one, one pops up. And the other, yeah, so everyone's kind of familiar with that technology. The Zebra Charbo X uses a, like a, a, a twist technology in the middle of the barrel that's um, – I, I don't know how to explain it. It, it. It's so smooth, you don't even know what's going on. There's just kind of a little thump you feel when the cartridge goes into place. And um, it's got um, the three cartridge ones have three stations, if you will, right? So you move the the top, you rotate the top of the pin around from station to station to station. Yep. And you can, you can keep going in the same direction um, infinitely, right? You don't have, it's not like, one, two, three, three, two, one, if you will. Yeah, Does that make like, sense? Yeah, I feel like I've seen multi-tool pens like mm-hmm. this before, where, like, especially where they have a pencil involved, mm-hmm. that you, mm-hmm. you, would, you would turn it instead of clicking it. Right. Yeah, it's not, it's not uncommon. There's definitely other pens with that same type of mechanism. There's not a lot that allow you to go continuously in one direction, though. So that's a little okay. bit unique about the Charbo X. Instead of, like, uh, so it isn't like that each has got a position, you can just keep moving. Right, right. I mean, each has a defined position, like slot one, slot two, slot three is always going to be the same pin, right? But yeah. I can go and I can do go in any direction to get out of it. it, it what's really impressive is is the feel, and it, that's impossible to explain to to talk about the the build quality. I think it, it's a um, the entry level one is called the um, ST three and the LT three. There's two different entry level ones, and they're a brass body, so they have some weight to it. You know, it's not a plastic nice. barrel. Um, the, you know, that's kind of a, I don't want to say heavy, but it's a, it's a heavyweight pen. You, f- you feel it in your hand, um, when you have it. Um, and you know, one of the things with it, it, it requires a pencil cartridge, right? I, I honestly would prefer that it didn't, but, um, one of the mechanisms on the inside is defined for a pencil cartridge only. Okay. okay. So like I use two gel inks and an, 0.3 millimeter pencil in mine. But it also has a ballpoint ink refill, so you can mix and match that too. Um, and it, and like, just like the Kalito and the Style Fit, how they have upgraded barrels, the Charbo X has them too. They go up to a, I don't know, there's several different, you know, aluminum barrels, um, leather covered barrels. There's a carbon fiber inlaid barrel. You know, that one's like 
130, 140 bucks. I haven't, <laughs> I, I have, I have no intention of ever going there. I have two of the entry level models that, that I actually bought used from a, a Panatic reader who. There's different models. He liked a, a, a narrower barrel model called the LT3. I preferred the wider ST3, so he sold me his uh, ST3. So, um, so yeah, that's how I got a hold of my Strabos. And there, there's something to behold. If you if you can ever try one before you buy one, you'd you'd be hooked. I know it, it's hard to you know jump in blindly for for that amount of money, but um, I'm a huge fan. Um, some people flat out hate them. Um, you know, just because they are expensive and the ink runs out very fast, it, there's there, there's no getting around that. It it just does. It's it's, a, it's an expensive pen, and if you use it a lot, it's going to cost you even more because <laughs> you got to keep buying refills for it. So, those are probably my three favorites. Now, there's a couple others that we will I'll talk about real quickly um, that are more of your fixed multi pens, right? There's no um, no real cartridge customization, and that's the the Jetstream um, four plus one. And when you see a multi stream that's with a number plus one, it's four inks plus one pencil. Yeah. So you can you know just assume that that's got a a pencil four inks and a pencil cartridge in it. And that's been one of everyone who tries that pen out loves it. I'm not a huge fan of it because it's a little bit wide body for me at some point it, it's there's kind of diminishing returns and I, I don't like too wide of a pin so i'm not going to jam I, i'm not a huge fan of four and five cartridge barrels because the the barrels get too wide for me to write comfortably with um for my style of writing which is very small and tiny wide barrel does not compute well um mm-hmm, it, it makes mm-hmm. it makes my writing get a little skewed and a little bit more messy and i don't like it but everyone who tries those the Jetstream 4.1, 4 plus 1 um, swears by it. That's extremely popular. Then another one that caught me by surprise is the uh, Pentel Vicuna. Um, it's one of those hybrid ballpoint ink pens that we talked about, just like the Jetstream. Right. Um, and, and I use the single cartridge Vicuna a lot, um, but I, I was not crazy about it. Then I got the, for some reason, with the multi-pen, I, the ink cartridges are smooth as, as can be. Um, it, it's, it's actually a two plus one. It's black ink, red ink, and a 0.7 millimeter pencil. I don't think I've ever used the pencil, but I like the barrel design and the quality of the ink enough that I actually use that pen a lot. So those are, those are some of my favorites. Um, you know, that, that, the high tech C is the granddaddy of them all. I think that's, um, what a lot of people use, but you know, like I said, there's da- there's downsides to them all. Like, uh, you know, Roberto mentioned, there's you know sometimes the barrel feels cheap, and that's true. Um, the ink runs out fast, you know, that's true. So there there's inherent downsides to multi pens. But if you're looking for something where you want those multi colors handy and you don't have to carry three or four or five pens around, yeah, you ought to check one out and and see if that it's something that's useful for you. Because they're not useful for everyone, but um, People who use them tend to uh, tend to stick with them and use them pretty heavily. You know, when when you think of a topic like this, do these mm-hmm. pens just pop into your head, or do you have to look them up? No, no, they just pop into my head. That's crazy, man. <laughs> they soak it, like the the amount that you know about this stuff. You really <laughs> oh no, are I, the pen addict, aren't you? Like you can't deny that. So uh, just to give everyone a, a, a behind-the-scenes look, Mike and I, we talk about how we share notes beforehand. So you know what we do 
so my show prep is to just kind of lay out the topics of what we're going to talk about. And I told Mike, you know, what, maybe two days ago, I said, hey, I think I want to talk about multi-pins. I've had some questions about that and things like that. It's like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good topic. So today, you know, a few hours ago, I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to uh, type up some notes. So, you know, we have something to look at, just kind of a framework to go by for this show. Um, I mean, two minutes worth of work and no research, I guess, would be what I – came up with for for today's plan I, I i didn't have to i knew which pins i wanted to talk about and i didn't need to look up anything about them because i know it already crazy man <laughs> so, it's just madness I, it's just a matter of, of I, I i'm in a fortunate situation to where i've been able to at least try a lot of these pins yeah you know and then on top of that all the readers give me their feedback you know on you know something that i may like they may dislike. And so, you know, just kind of, I, I can kind of keep all that information in the, in, in the forefront on, on a lot of pens and, and maybe we'll just, you know, talk about it. So yeah, no zero prep. Oh, sorry. This is why you're the only man for the job. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so have we got anything else that we want to cover this week? Um, I don't think so. I think we're pretty good. I think we've, uh, We've covered it today, I think. So, I mean, a, a lot of our of our um, of our show ideas and stuff do come from the listeners. We have a very uh, we have a very very active listener base for this show, maybe even more than any other show. And um, just want to say, as as always, that we really do appreciate. Um, thanks, R two. Uh, we really yeah, do sorry. appreciate every every piece of feedback that we get. Um, we love it when we hear from you, especially when you have excellent suggestions for us. Um, you can find both me and Brad on Twitter. Uh, I am I Mike. I M Y K E, and Brad is Dowdyism, which is D O W Y I S M. Um, or you can go to 70decibels.com forward slash contact and you can send us an email there um, or you can hit brad at thepenaddict at gmail.com. Um, pretty much email, go to the 70 decibels if you just want to submit a topic. If you actually want some advice, email brad. Yep, yep, that works for me. And uh, actually, the I've been getting a, a ton of show topics from um, email as well. So, yeah, please, you know. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. You know, this isn't a, sh- you know, this is a show where we can cover anything you guys want to hear us talk about. It. You know, it's not like we're covering news or you know current events or anything like that. So we want to you know help you guys make uh, in- informed decisions or learn more about certain topics. And you know, if you ha- you have ideas or suggestions, uh, hit us up. We'd love to hear you. That's what we're here for. So uh, where can people find you online, Brad? Um, everywhere you just covered. Yeah, so also the penaddict.com. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh penaddict.com. Um know the in it, just penaddict.com. Boy, I, I did a bad job today, Mike. I didn't turn off anything that I normally going, turn off. Going crazy. So, yeah. Sorry, hang on. He's an international man um of mystery, yeah. is is <laughs> You know, I try I try to okay, let's put the phone on vibrate, let's put the the house phone <laughs> on mute, and I did zero of it, and of course in the thirty minutes that we talk everything blows up. <laughs> I just like that R two got involved. I think that's my yeah, favorite moment. Yeah, that was that was a little te- little text uh, text going. So R two <laughs> says hi. But yeah, I'm a, a, online at penaddict dot com, and like Mike said, I'm on, on Twitter at dowdyism d o w d y i s m, and uh, yeah, we love to hear from you guys. So uh, fire away with any ideas, show topics, um, you know, 
anything, uh, any tips uh, you have for us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Indeed. Um, you know, we we said you can get me on Twitter. I'm imike, I-M-Y-K-E, um, and you can also read my brand new blog at mikehurley.net, which is M-Y-K-E-H-U-R-L-E-Y. So um, until next week, thank you very much for listening as always. Um, sorry that we made you miss a week, but we've given you a bumper episode to make up for it. Um, so until next time, see you later, Brad. All right, see you, Mike. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. The Pen Attic Podcast is a 70 decibels production in conjunction with Brad Dowdy. Brad is an employee of jetpens.com who do not have any affiliation with this podcast.